Welcome to the I Make a Difference podcast series. Here we're going to be exploring how different individuals from across the group make a difference to both our clients and colleagues. I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to Pod with a Purpose and our mini-series, I Make a Difference. I'm very pleased to welcome today Simone Jewell to the podcast. Hi, it's lovely to have you. Would you like to kick us off by telling us a bit about what you do at Churchill? So um, I joined Churchill about three years ago via Amulet as Strategic Projects Director and two years ago moved into a group role as Head of PMO to set up our project management office and basically to support project management functionality within the business and project managers throughout the business. For anyone listening, if they don't know what project management is, can you give us a little bit of an overview of what it means? All project management is about managing change. Uh, Any project that you're trying to deliver will involve an element of change, whether that's acquiring new business, mobilising a new contract or launching a new software package. There will always be a change that needs to be affected. So it's managing that change in a controlled manner whilst also taking account the fact that things change at a rapid rate these days so being agile enough within those within that framework to meet those challenges and those changes as they happen. I suppose your role touches on pretty much everybody at some point but is there any particular team or department that you come into contact with the most? I like to think of the PMO as being part of the core central service function alongside you know, finance and HR and IT and that strength in the middle of the business that we all refer back to. So I do work a lot with HR when we're mobilising new contracts throughout the 2P process, um, with IT and with finance a lot as well. So probably on a day-to-day basis, those more, but then depending on the projects I'm managing or assisting on, It then reaches out to the operations and operational teams, have a lot to do with business support as well. Um, And via the PMO forum, lots of individuals across the business kind of come into our arena and family, I guess. That's really interesting and sounds like you have quite a varied role and changes sort of day to day, I suppose. What do you enjoy most about it? It sounds kind of corny, really, but... I actually just really love being able to solve problems. A few minutes before we we came onto this podcast, I was called into a call to to try and sort of help get something started and 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 solve a problem. So I like that reactiveness of, you know, oh, we've got an issue we need to we need to solve or we'll give some owner ring. I also like the planning of going out and talking to people and finding out what struggles or issues they face and being able to help them resolve those issues. Um, I've got involved quite a lot recently with um, some client solutioning um, after the mobilisation of some of the the recent large contracts. The clients had wanted some additional solutioning alongside that. So getting back involved in that and helping to solve those issues as well is nice. So, yeah. Are there any particular skills or tools that you need in order to make sure you deliver what you say you will? I think from the outset, you need to make sure that you are managing people's expectations. And I I love to uh, under promise and over deliver. I think we all do, don't we? But 
you know, when you're managing a project, we need to be realistic about what we can achieve. But I think communication and making sure that you are are telling people what's possible and what isn't possible is probably the best tool and not promising things you can't deliver. Having a good project plan from the outset and including everything in there from a project manager's perspective is a bit like a really comprehensive recipe when you're making dinner. You know, you need all the ingredients and all the elements and the timings and and that's really what goes into to making up a great project plan. And if you can deliver that, but make little tweaks within it, if that makes sense, you know, whilst you might have a recipe and it works every time, one day you might add a little bit of extra salt or spice or whatever. And, and, and a project is a bit like that. You need to be able to add a bit, take a bit away, refine it, you know, learn from what's happened in previous projects and make sure you adapt, not make any mistakes that you have previously or or to avoid pitfalls so yeah I think it's just always being aware of what's happening and being able to adapt but at the same time still trying to keep perspective and manage people's expectations. Yeah I think that's a really good point actually and you know managing people's expectations is vital to lots of you know, different roles and people and something that we might not necessarily do um, as often as we need to. What's your sort of biggest challenge in your role at the minute or has been in the past? Managing change is always going to have its own challenges. Uh, Some people are naturally resistant to change and they fear change, but maybe what they fear is the fear of unwelcome change. You know, within Churchill, there are amazing people who are really willing to embrace change and they know that when they do so, they will see an improvement in the way, you know, their their working life and the balance that they have can be improved. Uh, Some of that is, is just embracing new technology or, you know, using AI or automation to reduce kind of repetitive tasks or, or manual tasks so that we can focus on um, on individuals and our colleagues and, and, and other elements of our, our work. Can you share with me any exciting projects or bits of work that you're doing at the moment that really get your juices going? I think what really excites me is um, our PMO forum and the interaction that we have with people from across the business that come and join us on a bi-monthly basis to talk about project management, to share their experiences of perhaps where things haven't gone so well or where things have gone really well. It's always great to do the preparation and the research for that. It helps me to, to keep my continuous professional development going as well and, you know, reminding myself of project management and what it involves and I like to try and make it quite interactive and and humorous as well because sometimes change management and risk management can be perhaps slightly dull and um, as you know because you joined us on the last forum we got involved with a bit of jazz hands and a a bit of interactive fun so yeah planning for the forums is is always good and yeah I, I really love the feedback that I get afterwards from people and I really love the impact it has on some of the people that are within the forum that are currently studying for their own qualifications in project management. So 
people have come back to me and said, oh, that was really helpful because I had an assignment that was due in and the subject matter that you covered today was good. And a couple of months back, we did an interactive session about root cause analysis and, and five whys, which sounds terribly dull, but we did make it quite humorous. And knowing then people had come back and said, oh, we went and did that exercise with our operational teams. Um, so I always find that really rewarding and exciting. And yeah, it's one of the things I look forward to doing all the time. So can anybody within the group join the forum or is it for select people? How does that work? Oh, no, no, it's not for select people. It's for anyone who has an interest in project management. So we've got heads of departments, we've got um, people who are project managers, people who are studying to be project managers and and people who just want to find out what's happening within the business around the projects we're currently managing or delivering. Great, thank you. Um, am I right in thinking that you need to be highly organised to be a project manager? You know, it's funny you say that. I think it does. Absolutely. You do have to have a lot of attention to detail. And I'm probably a bit like Spock, quite logical in the way I think and, and the way I process things. Um, but I think I probably spend so much time being organised at work that my house and my home life is is not particularly <laughs> organised. So uh, it's a yeah. bit like when you go to a builder's house and nothing's ever finished. Yeah. But they spend their day doing it, so they don't want to spend their evenings doing it as well. That kind of thing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I've given everything I can to being organised and 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 uh, during the day that no. In, in in home life not <laughs> how do you know if you're doing a good job the preparation of any project um, ahead of of go live is really really important where you're scoping out what it is that you are including in your project what your outputs and your outcomes and your benefits are and then you create your project plan around that you know i like to think that a project manager is a bit like a blacksmith in that a blacksmith will not find a horse to fit the shoe he makes the shoe fit the horse and project management you know we are change smiths in a way in in the same way so we are by the way that's cool (laughs) we are making our project and the delivery of the project needs to fit the stakeholders so when you've done all of that and you have your project plan and you've scoped it and you've and you've tweaked it all to fit your stakeholders it's then measuring the outcomes against that so a comprehensive project plan is broken down into lots of different work packages and within that tasks and i think you can easily measure your success against whether you've hit those targets and you've achieved that and you've got your outcomes at the end of the day so it is very much a case of you know going back the plan have I have I achieved what I said I was going to achieve have we had to change it do we need to change it and and making sure you get your stakeholders feedback all the time it's always important to have those stakeholder meetings and make sure everyone is aware of what's going on in the project getting their feedback and making sure we are hitting the targets that we said we would how many people are in the team we are compact and bijou (laughs) (laughs) just the two of us amazing Uh, yeah so there is um spread quite thin um and 
because of that, it's one of the main reasons that over the last two years, um, I've been developing a, a full range of project management resources, as well as developing a project management framework for the business. Um, there are all sorts of methodologies out there relating to project management and not anyone fits a particular business. So it's important to have the kind of project management methodology that suits your environment. And what we've done is, is try to create a range of resources and a toolkit that is bespoke to the business, but can still be adapted to individual projects. Um, each project's different, but having a set of resources like a, you know, a, a project scope and a, and a business case and, and project plans, it, having them already there and adaptable means that the PMO can help with delivering best practice, but because there's only a couple of us, we're not able to get involved in every single project. So it's um, it's a way of ensuring that project management is delivered fairly consistently across the business and making the best of the limited resources that the PMO has. Of course, yeah, understandably. So this series is called I Make a Difference. So to finish off, I would love to know how you feel you make a difference at Churchill. Just being there on the end of a phone or a team's call when people want to run something past me. And that happens quite a lot during the week, during the day where people go, oh, I just want to run this or I just want to check this. So I think being that point of reference and being that support for people is really great. And a, a more practical example of where we've recently made a difference was we delivered some training last year on one of our software platforms. And as a result of that training, it led deliberately to um, or, or directly mm -hmm. to um, colleagues in HR developing a new onboarding process that was all automated. So it's nice to know that the little training session that we delivered has had a direct result on a huge process that that we deliver centrally. Um, and that happens all the time. It can just be something very minor, creating something for a client that seems quite minor maybe to the PMO or 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 that makes a huge difference to the client. So it is all the little things that cumulatively build up that that make you feel like it you are part of the wider picture and you're part of you're part of a team. You say a little training session, obviously little for you, but it's had a massive impact. So that's really amazing and something I'm sure that you're really proud of and a lovely way to finish our podcast today. So thank you so much for joining me. I've really enjoyed chatting and finding out a little bit more about you. I hope that you've enjoyed it. And um, yeah, hopefully I'll welcome you back again soon. Thanks very much. Thank you, Jamie. Thanks for listening to the episode. If you would like to get involved and share how you make a difference, please do reach out as I would love to hear from you.